time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, and join me today is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone. What's up, everybody? Today is March 15th, 2021, and we got a doozy of an episode for you today. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your slice life. Big Johnny mm. D, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, buddy. What did I do? I had a nice, chill week, man. Uh, did a little bit of home improvements around the house. Got uh, our, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, pretty much got our little mudroom done. Had to put together a fucking that they call it these shelf. Days? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's nice to have a room updated from the 1970s to uh, current time. Uh, get rid of that paneling. But uh, don't tell me. Wait, was it pink? No, pink paneling. Oh. No, no. Oh, well, My garage is still paneled though, so it's still that 1978 just deliciousness right there um no i uh i went and visited my grandma this week she's in the hospital she uh fell and actually broke her hip and fucked herself up pretty good about two weeks ago Uh and yeah so i saw her and she's doing as good as she can do i would say for being a 90 year old woman who just broke her hip uh yeah Yeah, right and top of that like obviously with all covid regulations dude you can't even fucking really go visit so the way we visited her is luckily a nurse was cool enough she used her cell phone and we fucking hung outside the window with each other for about an hour there you go i will say something and this may be a little bit more uh somewhat supernatural topic so a little shout out to Scuba steve but uh as we were waiting for my grandma to come up to the window we were there for a couple minutes um my grandpa he passed away i don't know 10 15 years ago long story short he used to really like smoking vanilla Cavendish out of his pipes. So we're waiting there for my grandma and blah, blah, blah. As soon as we turn around and we see her pull up to the window, do just huge rush out of nowhere of vanilla smell. It was so fucking weird. I even had to question my mom. I'm like, are you wearing something? She's like, no, why? I'm like, do you smell that? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? And dude, just <laughs> as soon as I said that, it literally just went away. It was like, I don't know, say what you want, believe what you want. I just thought it was, uh, it was very nice. It was very, uh, calming feeling i would say um other than that man enjoyed the weekend did a little bit of gaming watch this sweet movie <laughs> so much to say so much to say um other than that man just uh and enjoying the rest of my homies shit that they fucking pump out from this project louder man check all that shit out had some new comics and kaijus i watched a little bit yesterday on the youtubes mm-hmm. oh man good shit dude i gotta listen to your guys's uh episode four there of uh lights camera exploitation yeah. especially dude, yeah. I, I like really razorback fun, dude yeah. it's always been a fun movie it's been a long time since i've watched it yeah it blew I'm my very, mind <laughs> i'm very was that your first time watching book yeah oh really yeah. okay so i definitely gotta check that out because i'm definitely interested to hear you guys uh, correct correct me if i'm wrong but isn't that the same director <laughs> as highlander yes sir. i believe so awesome but uh other than that man just been waiting to uh, hang out with you homies today chad how you been buddy uh, I've been okay, I guess. We spent, uh, we had a nice three-day weekend. We took the kids up to Splash Lagoon, which is an indoor water park in Erie, Pennsylvania. Very nice. Had a good time. I came home with an ear infection, unfortunately. Not very nice. 
<laughs> no. Have you been taking it in the ear again? Ooh. I have. Ah. But no, I, I, was, I went to the doctor yesterday and was diagnosed with swimmer's ear, so it is definitely related to the uh, the urine-soaked water, I'm sure. Mm. Lots of kitties playing and peeing. <sighs> Yummy. The uh, pH yeah. level. The pee's too high. The pee's too high. It's <laughs> Look out for the pee. Gross. So we went up there and we had uh, we had a decent time, but unfortunately, uh, early Saturday morning, uh, Steph's grandfather passed away. Oh no! Aww. And we didn't, and uh, and we her parents didn't want to tell us because they wanted you know to respect you know the fact that we were on had a little mini vacation, didn't want to uh, d- disturb that. But unfortunately, uh, other people decided to blast it all over social media, and that's how my <sighs> wife found out. That's the fucking shit, dude. Fuck yeah. that. That's a yeah. bad day. Yeah. So unfortunately, <sighs> unfortunately, that happened. So oh she god, her- <laughs> uh, we, we're live in the Rants in the Black Lodge group, and Brandon just tagged one of the actors from Slumber Party Massacre Three in the comment yeah. <laughs> But we have no we. idea which actor. Oh, oh, or TJ might. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's not. Fun. But yeah, that. Like I was saying, that unfortunately happened. So now we have that uh, coming up to on our plate. Uh, once again, dude, condolences for uh, her family, bud. Yeah, well, thanks, absolutely. guys. They, they, so, they, they'll appreciate it. So for the ear thing, did you have to go get some fucking medicine for that shit, or is it just like yeah? Goes- they gave me they gave me drops. They gave me I have to put three drops in my ears, and they gave me antibiotics to take. That shit always feels funky, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You have the wife do it for you, or you just do it. Oh, I just do it. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> See, I don't know. My wife's weird, dude. She liked doing it, so I was just like, whatever, dude. She probably oh, thinks it's torture. Oh, I can take Does all she... this out of context. This is awesome. Yeah, Does yeah. your wife also like pimping popples and p- popping pimples? Just like popping pimples and peeling dead skin off your back? Yes, I'm wrong. Pimping popples, baby. Pimping popples. Yeah, not on the no on the first one. That's just gross. That is person not I, gross. That is love. Okay. Listen, the only person <laughs> no, no. I know that actually like really likes that is my sister, and I give her shit for that all the time. Like you're so fucking weird. <laughs> like why do you want to pop a pimple? Have like, you my, never my, done it to myself? My step- yes. To somebody else's? No. Yeah. My Sorry, stepsister Chad, loves. My stepsister loves that show, Doctor Pimple Popper. I'm like that is so. Disgusting. Oh, that's a great fucking that. show. No. Yes. no. I'm not no. gonna lie. You could totally suck me into a 10 minute video of some dude getting some bug cleaned out of his ear. I'm totally down for that shit, dude. But like the giant cyst and everything eh, I, I don't know sometimes that yeah, shit's I'm, too I'm gross i sit I there wanna, and watch I that show i don't watch it i'm just not saying i enjoy it while i watch it. <laughs> yeah i i eat while i watch that shit i'm that mm. i hope that you're eating cottage not... cheese while you're eating it <laughs> absolutely i'm like this oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh john your face said it all that was a great... oh so gross dude <laughs> i'm eating a calzone while the cheese drips out and I was fiending the calzone after somebody said they had one today. Oh, no way. No way. No, you weren't? That's <laughs> what TJ said. Ooh. The guy that's literally the literally tagged as weirdo in the credits. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's what it said in the credits. It said weirdo. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that's exactly what it said. Oh. Man. So any what else? How else is your week been, bud? Oh, it's been all right. You know, came back. I guess. Apparently Friday was a huge clusterfuck at work with like 36 orders. And I guess night shift was there till like six in the morning. And they're usually only there till like 1230. Ouch. Sucks. Night but it shift. Is what it Didn't is. we review that? 
Oh. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> no, it's night school. <laughs> oh, okay, different. <laughs> Wait a minute. Night like... <laughs> night school. Day. Night school. Night shift was a comedy with Henry Winkler. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, I know I think there were hookers movie. in that. I don't remember. I think it's hookers were in it. I'm young sure. Henry Winkler. It's possible. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> yeah, hookers on the bus. Okay. Pimping popples and hookers and pimping popples. That's, 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 that's like a that's like a party for a few of us. I can say. That's our new T-shirt. Pimping popples. Yeah. And speaking hookers. of T-shirt, and I think let's all take a second and wish a happy belated birthday to one of our most favorite persons on this podcast. Mr. Dean Cundy. Happy birthday, Mr. Dean Cundy. It was his and I believe seventh, uh, fifth birthday. Yeah, that's right, buddy. Yes, yesterday yeah. was uh, Cronenberg's birthday, I believe. Was How it? How old is Mr. Cronenberg? Ooh, happy belated to Cronenberg too. Happy belated to him. Cronenberg's timeless, didn't you know? <laughs> Did you see that picture of Cundy, dude? He was looking oh, very suave look- in that Hawaiian yes, he shirt. Was. He's still sh- he's still working. I he's love still, that. He's the working on shorts. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I just love his wardrobe, dude. I'm down. Is I want the Tundy style, dude. He's 75 and he does not look it. That dude is no, he looks for his age. He's a god age. among men. He he, he he is. He really is. He is. I only hope he listens to this. <laughs> one day. One day. One day we will have him Mr. Dean Tundy listen to us. Oh my love god. you. Absolutely, Brandon. We know okay. you did, and you and you are amazing. We love you, Brandon. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of Brandon Lane, uh, stay tuned to Rants from the Black Lodge for an exciting announcement coming soon. It's going to oh, be a good one. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, who who are we on? Who are we on? We are still on Chad. Chad, that is. Yeah, let's move on to Bobby. Bobby, how's your weekend, buddy? Very chill weekend. Um, I didn't spend any money on horror shit. Thank God. Slacker. <laughs> <laughs> No, you sound no. like you're going through rehab. You're like, thank God, I didn't fucking spend any horror money. This no, no, no. He's, he's waiting. He's he's waiting for the stimmy to hit. Stimmy! <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Come here, so I could just be like this. I'll take two of those, two of those, two of those. What's that? Yeah, three of those, please. <laughs> but um, no, it's just a very chill weekend. Uh, you know, nothing too exciting going on. So there wasn't too much horror, other than watching this beautiful movie. <laughs> for two puffy reasons <laughs> for a, a couple of well-rounded reasons you motherfucker <laughs> ah, of course you bring out the puffies <laughs> shits are puffy like popcorn dude. Did you see, I, I do shit. have to say that I will start the work on death by dildo really soon like a shirt mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> when we get to that i have some comments to say not even I feel like the that movie, but we gotta work bar. up to that we gotta work up here's what i'm gonna say as a teaser uh, oh, girl's best friend deadly never better than <laughs> just say there's a reason there's but, batteries now oh they'll still electrocute you if they have to not bobby's like an that. expert okay. oh <laughs> i wouldn't know uh, other than that just just really chill so i didn't really work on too much so but this week i'll catch up on that that's about it with me boss man what about you buddy boy well this weekend we recorded a new episode of lights camera exploitation uh we did razorback super excited to share all that with you guys uh this morning i got greeted to four project louder podcasts being on the apple itunes charts Various Ooh. places across the world. It was a really, really cool thing. Uh, I think this is the most we've had all simultaneously at once, which is just really cool. 
most of the shows have charted at some point, but uh, it's cool to see the Power Hour back up in the charts again, especially seeing that we haven't done any new episodes since last November. So thank you to all the supporters and people who are re-listening to content. means a lot to us. Uh, Ghoulies Unflushed is crushing it in Canada and Great Britain right now. They are awesome. just fucking up in those charts, and they're just maintaining... Uh, like hell, it, it's been it's been really cool, and Wrestling Ruins been uh, doing really well in the United States. So shout out to all uh, the Project Louder supporters out there. It means the world to all of us, and uh, we can't wait to uh, share what we have in store with you guys. Hell yeah, yeah! I uh, got some movies in. I got American Psycho, Jaws, and 4K, and then I got uh, Green Room, which is the next episode of LCE. And uh, yeah, Taryn and I watched. Oops, Taryn and I watched Jaws and 4K. And that was uh, pretty fucking cool. It, the moment we got it, she's like, we got to watch this. We popped it in. All oh, the image quality is just waves, waves. I'm not going to lie. When you sent that picture, bud, I, I just quick skimmed it. I yeah. thought you got Jaws 3 in 4K, which for I some wish. reason made me really excited. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, oh, shit, they made that. And like, I, yeah. I would have been Johnny. I would have been the same. Like, wait a minute. What? Because listen. I know Jaws 3 gets some hate, dude, but I love Jaws 3. <laughs> they did just announce right before we went live uh, Tommy Boy Schnikes edition in 4K. And then really? they and then they announced what was the Schnikes other one, Bobby? Edition. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so we're getting some proper releases. I'm hyped. I love Chris Farley, and that movie is hyper nostalgic for me. So oh, and yeah, I just yeah, told dude. TJ before I was ready to buy the Blu-ray, but then yeah. he said 4K, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, pre-order your last action hero yet? No, I didn't. So I'm, I got to do that this week. I got to. I need me. I need me some Arnold in my life as if I don't have <laughs> enough of it. <laughs> Fucking A. So enough of this. Let's get on with this week's review of 1990 Slumber Party Massacre 3. <gasps> directed by Sally Matson, Written by Catherine Kieran, right? Kyron? Siren. I don't know. Siren. 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 Produced by, <laughs> <laughs> produced by Roger Corman. Produced by produced by Roger Corman and Catherine Siren, starring Keely Christian as Jackie Cassidy, Britton Fry as Ken Whitehouse, Michael Harris as Morgan, credit as M.K. Harris, David Greenley as Duncan, Brandy Burkett as Diane, Home Marie Carlton as Janine, Maria Claire as Susie. It's got a big ass cast. Maria Ford as Maria, Garen Grimsby as Michael Block, Devin Jenkins as Sarah Mason. David Kriegel as Tom, David Lawrence as Frank Barnes, Lulu Wilson as Juliet, Alexander Falk as Detective Davis, Wayne Grace as Officer O O O O'Reilly, Yan <laughs> <laughs> Birch as Weirdo on Beach. Shout out if you're watching, bro. Ron Smith as Uncle Billy and Marta Cobra as the Pizza Girl. Anyone Music recognize her? I've heard that name before. Where we see this at? Friday the 13th, part two. Oh, she was Sandra. Okay. Fucking oh. hey. All right. Music by Jamie Sheriff. Cinematography by Jürgen Bob. Edited <laughs> by Tim Amex. Distributed by New Concord. Released September 7th, 1990. Runtime of 87 minutes. Budget 350,000. Gross 1.2 million. Chad. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage, baby. Play that bitch. Summertime. And the only thing the girls of Malibu Beach need is good music, good friends, and guys. 
So, what's oh, worth being? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, a guy like that is just the kind of guy we need at the party tonight. They just invited the wrong guy. open scenes of this house coming from <laughs> it began the most terrifying horror series of the decade now the driller killers back slumber party massacre part three okay really you guys title you guys said that the VHS box gives away the killer. That that trailer gives the whole thing away. Sure that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Good but thing we didn't watch the trailer before watching the movie. Though. Yeah, or else we wouldn't right? have had to watch the movie. I mean, no not, that, not that it was that hard to really deduce, but. Right. <laughs> this is true. Spools out. Everyone's headed to the beach. A typical vacation. Seven California co-eds are dressed to kill, and a murder is dressed to drill. He's a maniac looking for luscious bods to board and it's looking like he'll find them at the slumber party massacre. Mysterious murderer armed with a drill is killing people, yet at the beginning nobody notices him till it's too late. Meanwhile, a group of teenage girls decide to have a slumber party. And some of their boyfriends drop by when the party busts out of their 90s and break out the bruise, but the driller killer's out for a thrill with his drill, and he's ready to kill. Boys? Yeah. This, uh... That was great, by the way. Well, great movie, you. but I think I still like uh, part two. Of it. I got um, to. Uh, I really who, enjoyed this one. It was uh, much, uh, much better than I expected. Much right? Than I expected yeah, that. I will say it was definitely better than. I so expected. before we say how much we love it, let's hear from my co-host from Lights Camera Exploitation about how much he hates it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I figured Brody was probably gonna poo-poo on this a little bit. Yeah, a little poo-poo, just a little. <laughs> well, howdy doody there, folks. It is your DKB here back for another episode of Gorman. And this week I'm here to talk to you about Slumber Party Massacre 3. Now, might I add to you that I did go in with an open mind on this film, and by the time the end credits were rolling, I had mixed feelings about this film. Only due to the fact that I'd seen the majority of this film in the first film, if it wasn't the visual representation, it was the storytelling. Um, and overall, I'm not saying this is a bad film. I think it was entertaining, especially in the third act. It was a little bit slow at the start, but it builds up to a pretty good payoff. Um, but, yeah, I just didn't feel for these characters, you know. If you're going to... Um, if you're going to want to try and do something different, at least have these characters that you feel for. I don't know. That's probably what I would have done. Because uh, when they die, you don't really give a shit about them. <laughs> and I was thinking at the time, I was thinking, look, and also, oh, well, like, yeah. Oh, do it very creative and set it with a drill all the fucking time. But in saying that, we do get one fucking awesome kill, and that's death by dildo. <laughs> I didn't realize dildos could fucking kill you like that. And so if you have a 1990s dildo, Please discard it now because it will fucking zap you to death. It could have been 89. Or it could have been 90, um, whichever. Yeah, the cinematography. Sure, I guess the other one was made in 90. Nah, it's pretty average. Um, the story overall, as I said, from the first film, um, you know, if you're going to do something, 
you should have done something at least a bit different with this, you know, make it a little bit more controversial, especially for a late 80s, early 90s film. You could have got away with so much. Make it a real freaky, naughty fucking slumber party. There you go, problem solved. Why <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, is this trying to make it a porn here? Keep you short, <laughs> this way, you can give it a, also, in the Driller Killer's a gimp. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a two just because I'm feeling really generous. Wow. Anyway, this is your DKB signing out. Uh, I better go and take a massive fucking <laughs> Very nice. That was the perfect ending to his video. <laughs> I love that he even has the fade out. Wow. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. Oh, oh. Thank you, Brody. Thank you. But, yeah. Thank you for that one. Yeah, I think that this takes inspiration from all the films that came before it in the 80s, especially in the slasher uh, subgenre, and then takes uh, the best of the first two films, uh, smushes them together. And uh, yeah, this is just kind of an amalgamation of an entire subgenre and somebody that kind of either loves or hates it and just wants to make fun of it or really pay tribute to it. I I haven't decided that yet, but uh, yeah, it's a fun film. Funny enough, I actually did a little bit digger deepen on this one for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but the director, this was her first time movie, and she's not even a horror person. Like she was there just because she's like, I need a gig and I want to get it done. Mm-hmm. So you can either take it as she did a great job, or you know, I I mean, like it was interesting to hear her take on the movie in itself because the one scene that I probably feel is the most questionable and I would assume you guys would agree, but maybe I could be wrong. Um, is obviously the weirdly overly long blind potential rape scene. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't even the director's choice to put in the movie. So whose no, was it? That was the producers because the movie was too short and they needed to make it a little bit longer. And so she was just like, yeah, they made me put that in there. And I definitely did not want to put that in. Uh, and she seemed kind of pissed off in her interview when they, she was talking about it too. Um, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I didn't need it for sure. It was definitely no. like, it, or if you had to have it, you could have shortened it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, it, okay. Oh, wow. So this movie, I agree with Chad. I like this movie better than the second one. The second one was different just because it was such a fever dream. But I also feel because of That's, the fever dream, I feel, I feel like the edits could be more forgivable in the second one than per se this one. Yeah. I say calling it a fever dream. That's calling it a fever dream is a very accurate way to describe it. Hey, you know, what's funny. The song that plays at the end is called fever dream. I'm pretty sure. Is it? (laughs) Yep. No shit. I mean, that that's pretty, that's exactly what it fucking is. This one, I mean, but Brody definitely was right about not really feeling any connection to any characters because we're sitting there and it's close to the end of the movie and Steph's sitting there watching it with me. I looked at her and I'm like, do any of these characters even have names? I, mean, you know, I felt the same way. I was like, I don't remember your name. At well, all. they don't establish any like really character type no. or anything. They just kind of introduce them and like, it's okay, just like, here's hey, Potter. Girls who are going to have a slumber party. Boom. And we're going to have guys come over and get killed. I will say I wish... They almost went a little bit more into the backstory of why our killer snapped. I mean, like it gives you a 
it gives you it so you know but like i don't know i feel that I, yeah i feel there should have been something a little more deep rooted listen i don't know I don't, a, I don't really i don't really want to go digging too much deeper into uncle bad touch listen that's fine i just want to see more of his van Honestly, I think that's kind of where I'm going with it. Like he had this oh, shit, crazy fucking yeah, homage was, van. With yeah, he like has like these, and shit. I thought he was going to summon the devil or something with all the candles yeah, and shit. Dude, like full dude. on fucking satanic temple in his little fucking SWAT van. I'm like, no, yeah, no, I was, show me I was more honestly of that. It, I was honestly expecting them to say that he was possessed by the ghost of the first killer or something. I, they should have taken that route. That would have been pretty interesting. You know, I... What was the name of the first killer? Or we don't know. I don't even know if he had a name. I I think it was just Driller Killer. What if that was his uncle? Well, no, his uncle was a cop. His uncle was was Driller Killer. The Driller Killer was an escape convict. Or was he a mental patient? I don't No, I think you're escape convict. I think think he was a convict. And then the first kills he got was in the van, right? Yes. God, it's been so. It's been. Yeah. So there's no connection other than the fact that this guy's also a driller killer. It's just, and and they, the first kill of the movie, they literally give you the homage to the other two. Granted, I think the concept of the driller killer is a ripoff of another film anyway. Hold on a second, guys. I got to refresh. Hold on, guys. Okay. Just continue. back. Um, Bobby, Bobby, John. What other film are you talking about, buddy? Yeah. Isn't there a movie called The Driller Killer? Actually, yeah, there is. Isn't yeah. That predates both. Does these? I gotta see this now. I, not by not I by a lot, though. Not by a lot. 1979. Oh wow, that is quite a bit. So never mind. That is a lot. Black well, comedy wait. slasher film. Really? Yep. I feel like we have. To, I feel like we have to like kind of throw that in there now, dude. Just because it. You know what I mean? Like, yep, and he uses a drill. Yeah. And it's just called the Driller Killer. Yep. But is it this intense power drill like we got yep. here? Yep. Oh, I'm really? sure it is, dude. It has to be. It's not going to be just your normal little Makita, like like Uncle Buck style. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I think of, too. I mean, Uncle Buck still guard. scared the shit out of somebody. Don't get me the wrong. Guard his hand and shit. <laughs> it's a great I got a hatchet in the that? Yeah, uh, in that film, it's a Maybe. power drill. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's a straight up fucking power drill. No. <sighs> So can I will say with this movie, like it definitely has the cheese. Oh like yeah, cheese and it has and the sleaze. Yeah. yeah, like it. What, for what, days. what did I? How? What did I say it used to describe this movie in the chat? I said it's cheese like, whiz. Cheese whiz. And it's and, bad. You know what? It's not even. But it's, it's not even fun. good cheese whiz. It's like aftermarket cheese. It's whiz. only good in Philly. Uh, what about a, what about a Twinkie dog sandwich? Okay, fair enough. Mm. No. But now I want one of those. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 that was the canned cheese. That wasn't even real cheese whiz. That was that was the canned cheese. Well, yeah, isn't that? I mean, that's what cheese whiz is, that's right? Basically, what cheese, cheese. Is. Uh, cheese whiz comes in, cheese comes in a jar. It's a little different. It's not in that freaking oh, aerosol. Fair enough. Can. I always thought cheese whiz was the fucking like aerosol. So I was like, uh, really? No, 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 no. I'm cheese comes shit in, every yeah, day. It's like that. The, the jars that salsa and stuff comes in. <clears throat> I've seen it like that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like nacho cheese. Hmm. Nacho cheese. Is, is Chad stroking out, or are we good? I think he's a little good. bit. Okay, just a little strokey. Just a little stroke. <laughs> just a little bit. Hold on, hold on, guys, hold on. Okie dokie. I'm holding on. 
So was this everybody's first uh, viewing of this? Yes. It was yes. mine. So it's it was uh, mine out of. Too. I will take the time right now to say that this movie's out of print and only exists on uh, DVD format. Uh, the Blu-ray that was a, d- a double feature with Party Slumber Matter Slumber Party Massacre two and three, offered by uh, Scream Factory is no longer in print and goes for about three hundred dollars on eBay right now. Holy shit! Uh, I do know one person that has one for sure, and that's Brandon Staudenheimer. Uh, from box office banner and the son of a gun won't sell to me for no matter how much I offer for trade. So listen, all right, let's just be real here real quick. I understand this series obviously has some great following $300. Yeah. No, when did did it go into print? There's no validating that. So when did it go into print? If it went into print over like 10 years ago, which if it's a DVD format, it's possible. You're talking about early 2000s. Maybe it's not easy to justify the prices to you guys with some of these, but they're, they're limited pressing. They're that of like a thousand or that of three thousand. So, I guess my my biggest fear would be I would spend that, and then they what would they come do out is these companies like, buy the rights to these films for the, an X amount of time, and they have that amount of time to print them and sell them, and then once those right. are gone, they can't make any more of them. And that's the type of scenario that we see with a lot of these. So if you don't buy them, there's an op- there's an option that if they don't get picked up secondhand, that you won't get them again. So what's the over under on the fact that Bloody Disgusting is going to print an article on this shit in about two weeks, and then we're going to see a DVD re release or a blue? Let Blu-ray me contact release. my bookie, and I'll get back to you. Uh, All right. <laughs> shall we place? Shall we place bets on this? <laughs> it's not like that's an easy idea. win, man. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I'm going to bet fifty dollars out of the gate that it's going to be <laughs> by the end of the week. At least an article, right? Watch a, a retrospective of the uh, the uh, electric drill subgenre. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. It won't be exactly like on the nose, but it'll be Ray fucking. It'll there. be there. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Fucking eight. So what do you say, gentlemen? Should we uh, take a peek behind that curtain? Lift up that skirt, well, Chad. Woo. Well, we took, behi- we took a peek behind those bras. Now let's get behind the pants. <laughs> we'll try. My, my, my internet isn't being the best today for some weird ass reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, it, it happens. Hope Marie Carlton uh, did her own stunt in which she crashes through the glass door. Yes. That's pretty cool. Which was uh, well, the I opening know. scenes she, on the she beach was in were that, shot. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say she was in that interview that I watched with the director and she was talking about how everybody gave her shit. They were like, oh, you didn't do that. She's like, you can literally see my face in the fucking can, like in the scene. Like you can't <laughs> fake that. <laughs> nice. The opening uh, uh, the scenes op- were just... Uh, Rejected uh, Baywatch pilot shots. <laughs> yeah. They were shot in the beach, that. and f- they were shot in the beach in a freezing cold day in January. Yawn Birch worked only two days on this film. Is he weirdo. the red herring? The, uh, the, yes. yeah. the, the weirdo, random on the weird Nor. Hey, who's this random Norwegian guy? Hmm. He looks Norwegian. Who may or may not have just been trying to bring the ad book back to them? We'll never know. Yep. The Slumber Party Massacre trilogy is the trilogy is the only slasher series to have not only all female directors, writers as well. Very nice. There's awesome. a, Do you have anything in your notes about the the spinoff series about uh, of these films? No, no. From the same producers. Okay. Well, you keep doing that. I'll look that up real quick. Keep going. Okay. The opening beach scenes were shot on location at Venice Beach, while the interiors of the house were filmed at Roger Corman's studio in Venice, Los Angeles, California. 
The nice. girls in the movie's poster do not appear in the film at all. Nope. Hmm. After completed, the leftover set was used for another Roger Corman that was unrelated to its predecessor, Sorority House Massacre Part 2. There we go. All, okay, so here it is. Uh, this is part of what they call the Massacre franchise, thanks to Roger Corman. Okay. Okay. Film, uh, massacre films are films part of a slasher films executive produced by Roger Corman. This includes Slumber Party Massacre 82 to 1990, the Sorority House Massacre series from 86 to 1990, the Cheerleader Massacre series from 2013 to 2011, both uh, distributed by New World and New Concord. The series also features the standalone films Charkansaw Women's Prison Massacre. Huh. Say that title again? Yeah. Charkansaw. Women's Prison Massacre. That's a hell of a title. Yes. It's like, it's like Arkansas true, was sharks. Sharkansaw. Dude, I, I, I only envision a sci-fi channel with some shitty animated sharks circling around a penitentiary of just Dude, hot that's, women. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. That's that's probably a pretty accurate description I'm, of it. Too. I'm fucking sold. Let's do it. Let's. It's let's crazy because some of these are Jim Wynorski films. No shit. Uh, sorority house. Didn't you watch Sorority House Massacre, Bobby, for a review? No, I watched Sorority Row. Uh, oh. no, that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was the house on Sorority Row, the original one. Okay, I watched Sorority House Massacre. It's pretty much a, I, I think it's like a Halloween ripoff, if I remember correctly. But yeah, that I, I do that. That was that's something that existed because when you bought the DVDs during a printing, they said Massacre series on the top. And so ah, that, yes, that made me look into it, did, it more. That's right, yep. Chad, continue. In an yeah, interview, no, director in an interview, director Sally Madison admitted she hated horror films and only took this one when offered by Roger Corman because it was the first opportunity for her to direct a feature film. Like, like John said, uh, many fans and critics feel her la- her lack of enthusiasm and commitment is why this is the weakest entry. They pointed out it's basically just a by the numbers rehash of most of the scenes from the previous two films. This ended up being the only film she directed, though she did produce several low budget thrillers. Hmm. Fair enough. I mean, <clears throat> well, it's he's not wrong. That's not wrong to an extent, right? He's not, especially not her not having was, a, right. If her not having a horror background and she literally just watched the first two movies before doing this, you know, I could definitely but, see that. Because that's why I said it before that I like the second one a little better because you said fever dream but i like the craziness of it this one to me was was to me lacking that in a lot of ways listen i love the drill in itself in the second one dude that is fucking money that was for insane yeah days <laughs> man like that is a prop that you there's no way you once you see it you know what i mean like you don't know what it is like it's, can yeah. i say that the only kill in this movie that kind of feels slumber party massacre to me is the opening kill the first one right I, yeah the drill through the seat I feel like that's a staple of this franchise. You, you didn't think? I mean, he did the he did the pizza girl in that way too in the street. But would you take that? Maybe not so much this series because it was like right out in the open. No, because if you got to think about it, uh, Driller Killer was chasing through a construction zone and shit. That's true. Yeah. No. Shot Which we kind of got a, a shot of that a little too. bit. We got mm-hmm. a we got a like a warehouse full of tools and shit. And we didn't get a kill there. We just got a cut. On yeah. the See, I, I, you know what? I, I don't know if you can argue because, yes, he walks away, but you see him fucking dead against the window later 
which yeah, how I didn't he understand. get to the house is which I don't fucking know, but I took it as he was dead. Because <laughs> he, he can't walk, that's for sure. Listen, if that one dude literally took a fucking clothesline to the face with a drill and that killed him, then, you know, everybody else died pretty easy. In this. Brody yeah, says that- one of the checks was in the Dream Master. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was the chick who jumped through the glass. She was in Dream okay. Master, and yeah, it was the chick in the, the bed that came up um, in the water dream there, whatever the fuck it was. Do you hear something? Oh, the one with the real nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I can't remember which Friday 13th one, like Greg said, was it seven? Neighbor kids again? I mean, oh. I'm picking up a kid from somebody's uh, feed. Nay, nay on mine, sir. <laughs> That's probably mine. I can hear my son whining through the door. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I only got the one, and I always tell her. Say, we can't hear goes shit, down. but our microphones can. <laughs> yeah, I, right. don't ha- I don't have kids. Bobby's like, I am the kid, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to you, all the gorehounds here, by the way. Yeah. Thank Hello. you. Keep it going. Okay. Uh, when the actresses auditioned, they knew the roles would involve nudity, but after they were cast, some of them refused to go nude, including Playboy Playmate Hope Marie Carlton, who had been posing nude for years and performed nude in fa- previous films. Director Sally Madison agreed to let them keep their clothes on. That's one reason why producer Roger Corman, who preferred a lot of nudity in his films because he knew that's what helped sell them, later forced Madison to reshoot the scene where actress Maria Ford was attacked. That time, the killer ripped off her lingerie, so all she wore was a thin thong. So, uh, Puffy Nips. They reshot yep. her death scene. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Marta Cober, who played the pizza girl, was also in Friday the 13th Part 2 as Sandra. Coincidentally, two stars of the previous Slumber Party Massacre Part 2, uh, Juliet Cummins and Heidi Kozak, were also in the franchise. Juliet was in Part 5 as Robin, <clears throat> and Heidi was in Part 7 as another girl named Sandra. Ah. Uh, oh, damn. Shit. Okay. Okay. All right. But I think we mentioned that one before. Because yes. um, I don't remember the one from part five. But anyway, I do. Uh, when the TV's turned on to confuse the killer, one of the Death Stalker movies can be seen playing. That's another Roger Corman franchise. Nice. This was the only acting role of Lulu Wilson, who played Juliet. <clears throat> Poor Juliet. The rape and murder of the character Maria was a reshoot of that scene. The director was very against it because she felt it was gratuitous and glorified the sexual abuse of women, something she wanted to avoid. She only included it because it was a direct order from Roger Corman. It also helps explain the continuity errors in the film. And my wife even noticed this. Uh, when she's attacked, the three other girls rush to her aid, but presumably just stand there and watch her get stripped naked, molested, and murdered while standing around doing nothing. What the fuck? Thank you. Okay. Originally, after falling to the floor, she was immediately killed, as evident in the long shot of her murder, where her nightgown is still on. Ah. I didn't notice that was still on. Thank you, Brody. Yes. She was the one that got the fucking air, the, the squeaky horn, right? The pop. Yeah, right in the eye. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> one of the best. Kids, right? 
<laughs> the original R-rated VHS of the film released by New Horizons Home Video runs 75 minutes. There's also an unrated version released to video by the same company, which runs 80 minutes. This release contains more dialogue and a few extra scenes, as well as several gory images cut from the initial release. In 2000, New Concord released the film on DVD and VHS as the R-rated version. However, it contains all the extra footage released on the unrated VHS, plus an additional seven minutes of scenes, clocking the Damn. film at 87 minutes. And this is the most complete version of the film available, which means that's probably the version we all watched on YouTube as well. Was, yeah, was the it length? Was a, yeah. It was an hour and 27 yeah, minutes. minutes. Yeah. All right. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. That, that's all I got. There's not uh, not a whole lot behind this. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if I remember right, the extended scenes were like when he was slapping that one girl in the bed. Mm-hmm. Like they made that a little bit longer yeah, and more was, uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. bit. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, a, just a smidge. Just like that much. <laughs> oh man. All righty, gentlemen. Let's see. Big questions. I got one for <laughs> I, you. I gotta hear this, this one. Doesn't have anything to do with the movie, mm-hmm. gentlemen. How do you eat a starburst? Which starburst? Any starburst. I don't give a shit. How do you eat it? Do you chew it up and swallow it like a pog, or do you? Like enjoy it and suck on it. Get the juices out. Suck on it, then chew. The only reason I ask is this was a huge debate in our household a week ago, and I thought it would be fucking <laughs> funny to break it. Dude, I don't know how it kind of I brought in like all my other friends from work and shit. I mean, Somehow I guess it came a huge debate of how you eat a Starburst because I guess it would de- 50-50. It would depend on the flavor. The lemon ones you really want to you don't really want to suck on them too much. I, no, you got to disagree, you gotta. dude. I want. I rock them like a lollipop, like a soft lollipop. That's how I would say. Whereas like, okay, so this is how it even came up. I handed one to my daughter, handed one to my sister, handed one to my mother. My daughter was instantly like, I'll have another one, please. And I'm like, I just gave you one. She's like, I already ate it. I was like, that's not how you fucking eat a Starburst. Like, <laughs> did you just mouth that? So that's what obviously. And not that you've ever had to really think about it. Okay, gentlemen, what's. What's the best flavor of Starburst? Yeah, I think everybody's gonna be different. See, I gotta go orange. I love my orange, dude. See, I lo- but I love, I love red. I love orange. I love. It's, it's a toss up between the lemon and the strawberry for me. But then again, I just tried the fruit punch for the first time today, and that was pretty fucking good. Those are good. So those are good. Oh, I, I go with sour candy, so I don't really yeah. like Starburst too much. That's fine. Yeah. I just. It, it was it was just such a funny thing because like she brought in all her girlfriends. She's like, I gotta figure this fucking out. And like everybody just seemed to be 50-50. I'm some going people red. just some people are just like throw it in the mouth, chew it one, two, three, like a fucking like the lollipop blow pop, and then whoop, down the hatch it goes. <laughs> lollipop blow pop. That's right, baby. Uh but let's see. Big questions of the film. All right. So we're gonna say obviously that this he was uh touched by his uncle when he was younger was he possessed by his uncle seeing that his uncle actually or like like why the snap like why did he suspected somehow something said would triggered him like it was was it because he couldn't get closure because he died i wonder if it was the sexual encounter i would say it's probably the fact he didn't get closure and that well, it couldn't I be the sexual encounter because he already killed the girl at the beach right in the beginning. I think it has to do with the, the newspaper article about his uncle committing suicide. I um, think he intended, just the I, 
I think he intended fully to come back to kill his uncle and he was robbed of that. So he just kind of took it out on the nearest Ooh. people he could find. I don't know. I like that take. I wish we, they, we, we could have got a little bit more of that. Maybe like he did try going to kill the uncle and he came upon him dead. And that's like made him snap. Like, yeah, actually, I, yeah, I that would that would have been a nice way to see it too. Also, why did the for sale sign get ridiculously shorter once impaled into that uh, dude on the? Oh, Yo, you noticed that too? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Shit, not like only three feet. They not only notice. that. Not only that, but when he put it back into the ground, it was completely clean, clean. as fuck, dude. Yeah, there was not a drop of blood <laughs> this, on that listen, piece of shit. I don't know if it's editing or this dude is just that professional, but when he chainsawed <laughs> a motherfucker's legs, he had no splatter on him whatsoever, dude. Nope. Like that's impressive. No, no splatter at all. When he when he killed the girl on the deck off screen, he came back and he was completely oh, yeah. covered in blood. He was hosed with that shit, dude. I don't know what. Yeah, because he, he came there. he came back and me and Steph are both like, "Why is he so bloody?" And then you find her an body answer. and there's and her guts are just everywhere. I have an answer. Is it gross? Time of the month. Oh. Ah. <laughs> now, if no. that was true, if that was true, he would have been bloody before that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so that girl. I I was a little okay. So during the scene when he was trying to uh, bang Juliet, right? I believe it was, um, and she went down for the touch. Did he premature or was it he just couldn't get it up? He couldn't, he couldn't get, get it up. It up. No, okay. he couldn't. I think, I think it would have been way funnier if like, he premature. Oh, my uncle raped me. Uh, Fair. Yeah, I, yeah. I figured. I just thought it'd be funnier if he like premature. Like mm. that's why he was pissed off. Yeah, I, I would. I was actually going to accept that. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just fucking well, like, jokes until, every time. Yeah, like until he was just like, oh, I had too much beer. But as soon, but even when um, puffy nipples, dude, like she goes for like that weird same kind of just down and the grab, and that's when he like freaks the fuck out. He's like, no, nobody touches there. Like, I mean, no touchy. Again, that could be attributed to Uncle Bad Touch. So yeah, I've had was, plenty of beer and had no problems. So and what was Uncle Bad Touch's name? Billy. Billy. Was this Billy from Black Christmas? Did please don't tease me. Officer? Did he become <laughs> a police officer? <laughs> Billy came back. Don't tease us because we want to live in a we want to live in a world where Billy is still alive. Yes. That's fine. So I, he is. I would, not, I would much rather have Billy get taken out by another sorority or something than just commit suicide because he's just depressed. Like, yeah, you know, that would make more sense. Yeah, like he's he's hiding out. Uh, oh, excuse me, he's hiding. The he's hiding out with the killer from Bloodhook. Damn it, Luke here somewhere. Gore and more official cut of fucking. <laughs> we still need to do that. Black Bloodhook. Uh, man, I you know I'm really pissed. I, this should have been a full on franchise that went beyond three movies. Mm-hmm. I'm almost surprised it kind of didn't. Right? Yeah. Like I, I 90, 90s movies that. are definitely kind of like, dude, it, it just has that early 90s instant I think, feel. Uh, like, you what know happened, what I mean? Like, it had Roger Corbin behind it, which is probably its biggest drawback, which prevented it from exceeding this three-movie type thing. Fair. Whenever he's taking half the budget and pocketing it for himself, there's not really a lot of lifeblood left in those franchises or really, you know, sensibility to actually continue to make films. Just uh, pretty much... Okay do yeah. what you can do and that's about it and we'll you can only do that on. so much it, there's no sustainability yeah. there right 
I'm curious as to what a fourth one really would have been. Which is why we got all these weird spinoffs of which they consider is all same of this series. If I would have made a fourth one, I would have had the girl from the second one as the killer. Yep. Oh, the one who went fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking open it in like an insane asylum. And she's like still having dreams about. Oh, you know why the second film's that way? Because it was capitalizing on Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Yeah, I was coming off the heels of that. Yep. The first one kind of didn't really have to deal with that. And then that one was like, hey. <laughs> now, by the, which, by the, way, by the way, how cool was it to see a Freddy mask in this movie? Right. right? Yo, and, and those were the masks of time. So here, here you're ready. Okay. There's the Nightmare on Elm Street connection. And then the, yep. the Michael Myers is whenever he's knocking through the thing. And then which, whenever she's mm-hmm. talking to him and doing psychology is the uh, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th connection. 13th. Yep. So. And like I said in the chat, dude, he doesn't just go Michael on that door, dude. He goes way fucking farther Ooh, than Myers. He does, like, like, he, oh, he does the God. Myers, and then he's just like, no, I'm not fucking done, dude. And then he just takes the whole frame and rips that off and fucking chucks it, dude. Like That's like that a Jason Voorhees mixed with Michael there. And, that's right. what that and what if what if the, uh, the window jump is a Texas Chainsaw homage? Yes, to Marilyn Burns. Yes. I can see that. <laughs> That's a There's good so many homages here. It's it's not even. Fun. If you pick it apart, you could. I mean, like, what if they like fall break, and they're like, you know what? I like the fish, the giant fish. So we're gonna have. Dude, get- so I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I yeah. was really fucking hoping that fish was gonna come in for a kill because they kind of talked about it enough to where I was like, oh, and they did. He yeah, but it came, yeah, but it was off, off the nose, and he stabbed it. It doesn't matter. We still got. I noticed I, that the nose was broken, and I was like, so did I. Oh my god, somebody's gonna get killed with a fucking that, uh, fish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but you know what would have been cool that fin that's on the back you know what would have been cool if you really used it fast enough slice in the throat right, yeah. so wait wait who yeah. got who got killed with that I'm Jan, a, the weirdo I thought he was I thought he had a stake in his mouth dude no. honestly, like it looked like a no, wooden that steak. Was, that was, it was the broken okay because yeah. so that and this is why I don't know where I why I was thinking this but just because he looks like the weird Norwegian in like every vampire movie I was like oh they killed him with a stake randomly enough Ah, I've only seen that movie once, dude. Oh, it's been a yeah. minute, so. Oh, you're gonna see it again. I just remember yeah. a lot of BDSM and uh, yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So yeah, let's get on to our main. Uh, you know, I have then. I have a couple questions. Ooh, what do you got, buddy? Okay, fire away. Why was the weirdo sneaking into the basement of the house in the first place? Was right, he, he was already parking outside yeah. and he grabbed him. No, it showed he, him climbing in the no, basement. He window. climbed in there. Yeah, he climbed willingly, the and he was watching them kiss. Oh, maybe because he's That's a weirdo. Like, I mean, because he already dropped the book on the thing when they first caught him on the porch. So he didn't have the book anymore. So he has no reason to go inside. You're right. Maybe yeah. he's just a guy yeah. that likes to watch stuff. Maybe. Here's, an, here's a question to add on. Rat, though. Here's a question to add on to yours. What is with the creepy archetype of just creepy blonde dude? It's, in this movie. it's to set up yeah. red herrings. That's all it is. All over be, the place. Because yeah. <laughs> we have two. We have the guy who's the open house dude, and then we have Weirdo. So, okay, The also, open house another... guy. Yeah, that was another red herring. That was a definite red herring. He Which... actually kind of saved the day at the end. Did you... Uh, did you? It took me a second, because obviously the where we watched it, it was grainy as fuck. But did you guys actually know what he was uh, reading there after he sat down for a second? No. To make it even more of a red dude, he was reading like science books on like uh dissecting people and stuff. He was a doctor. 
He was a doctor, though. Oh yeah, he was. Well, he oh, was he was. For okay, yeah. so I missed. Okay, I must have missed that point because I I knew he was reading something weird, and I couldn't figure out just because. So I looked into it, and it, yeah, that's what he, he's reading. Yeah, I think when he but, called, okay. I think when he called the police, he he identified himself as Doctor whatever his name was. So that's Doctor why the officer somewhere. Yeah. So that's why the officer was instantly just like, "Yes, I'll take you serious." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck these yeah, other girls. He would be considered night. a pillar of the community versus a teenager. Right. And also, here's another question, and maybe this is just me, but when the one girl's trying to escape, when he's doing that whole blind rage thing, and she's trying to sneak around quietly, why wasn't she throwing? Why wasn't she throwing stuff on the opposite side of the room to kind of draw him over there as a decoy? So there's, there's a lot of questions that I, I would care. I would. There's a lot of things I would question these characters for, and they are not smart characters by any means. I don't, I don't think they're supposed to be. They're traded like fodder, right? And because Chad, I've had so many questions going. Why did they go through this? Why did they go to the sl- same sliding glass door three different times? When and they try and open fucking, it, right? Just break it. <laughs> you, you got six fucking dining room chairs right fucking there. That there was an end table. Like, there was an end table literally right beside the door. They could have used too. Listen. I was arguing with, I was yelling at the screen so many times during this movie. That's, we're that's sitting there watching the part where the two guys leave, the killer and the other guy, when they leave together to go get his uncle. Yes. <laughs> I turned to Steph and looked and said, why didn't they all just leave? Yeah, yeah right. Like, at that point, like, it's like, let's just all make a run for it. Sell the house. Don't worry about the body. When, Boom, once not. again, like TJ said, they're, they're meant to be fodder. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what they are. I mean, it's it's another example of us trying to look too deep into the rabbit hole here, right? And you got to take this, this is a 1990 horror movie where overprocessing, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> what we want in horror movies now didn't would not ever happen 30, 40, no, years. you know what I mean? Like, characters were never one, that smart, sure. they, they just right. This movie was made to sell videotapes, fucking accept it, John. Hey, listen. <laughs> It gave us puffy nipples, and that's all. Puffy I can, nipples I, I'm, is I'm a Yeah, <laughs> very thankful. Her hair is a little weird, but other than that, you know, she, yeah, had, she had like she had she Elvira, Elvira hair. Elvira hair, yes, yes. Thank you. you. Elvira Elvira hair. Hair. It, it works out perfectly then. Yes, it did look a little wiggish though. I don't know why. Mm. Chad, you got any more questions? Uh, no, but also, did you notice that uh, <laughs> this 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 is kind of weird and kind of disgusting? But ooh, after she took her top off, is it just me or did? her boobs look a lot bigger when she's in the top oh absolutely dude she had that shit stacked like puffed like she she definitely had to have had there was some tissues in there yeah for sure okay i'm not the only one that noticed then no dude because i i was very kind of like oh wow those were not the d's i was expecting right (laughs) (laughs) they they looked a little uh a little smaller there it was a good it was a healthy b cup you know obviously (laughs) it's like the girl in animal house (laughs) Yes, very nice. Okay, format. Uh, we all watch it the same way because it's the only way it's available, which I believe was a DVD rip uploaded to YouTube, which uh, I don't know how much longer it's going to be on there. So go enjoy it while you can. <laughs> it's a good thing right. we did. The one, the one I watched said it was on there for 10 months, so it could still potentially be on there. But yeah, was, there was constant there was constant drops in quality. It went from like VHS quality all the way up to oh, almost 1080 yeah. and then back down. This is it when we got- need to uh, start like a campaign to get prom night two and this re-released. Yes. Yes. And God forbid if you use auto generated fucking captions on YouTube, cause uh, woo, 
Man, if you're not listening, you got a whole different fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, douche of the movie, boys. The killer. Yeah. Yeah, he's a douche canoe. Possibly, or possibly the cop. The cop also. Second runner up. Yeah. Like when the I cops, like how the, when the cops douchey enough that the other cop is calling him out for being a <laughs> right? douche. Like, are you sure? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm sure. Don't question me. <laughs> you know, so I'll just go while I'm off duty. Yeah, right. We don't have to. That's worry another about slasher it. trope, though. Useless cops. It is. It has to be. Like, yeah, definitely. Because if you actually had the cop doing his job, then we wouldn't have a fucking movie. You know, this movie so. spinal taps all the tropes, turns them all yes, the way up does. to eleven. Yeah, love it. Favorite kill. Dildo. Ooh. Yeah, that's my, dildo, that's my dildo. But I also have to, you know, that the homage to like the 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 fucking series at the beginning with the 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 kill through the fucking in the car. Mm, so nice. It was great, but I got to go with Death by Dildo because they yeah. actually went there. They teased it and like, she got to be killed by that. It dildo? ain't no hook in the puss, but Death by Dildo is not. It, yeah, yeah Death- but you know, some what does that just tell you right there? Women's best friend betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Death by Dildo is my runner-up. My favorite was honestly uh, For Sale Sign. I don't know why. That that's was just... My, see, that's that's your first. That's my runner-up to that. Like the Even though the editing of that whole scene was just bad. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved it. I don't know why. I've never seen a For Sale Sign used in a kill, so I think that's probably where it's like... I can't say I've seen a vibrator used in a kill either, but... No, but we have we have seen a uh, curling iron used actually up the you know what. Mm. So yes, I've seen have. I've seen a dildo that has a knife ejected from the tip used. That's a whole new level of a. Okay, you're gonna have to quote the source on that because I'm gonna. Have to see what? That. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. It is a modern Jallo film that plays on uh, modern gay issues and okay. like it's like this dude that goes around killing other gays in this community by tricking them to having sex and instead he uh whips out a big dildo and a knife springs from it and he fucking kills them no shit <laughs> yeah I, I can't remember what the name but i'll look it up real quick it was it's on shutter is it one of the ones that just dropped like in the last couple months or has it been out for a while yeah uh, it's been out for a little bit you know something? I'm not sure if I really want to see this now. I would. Fuck it, dude. I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> it's uh, interesting enough. Knife plus heart. Knife plus heart. 2018 film. Okay, so a couple years old. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Uh, kills him with a dildo converted as a switchblade. <laughs> Whoa. Huh. I feel like that could have been a secret weapon in Machete somewhere, too, but... Yeah, or kill yeah. Bill. You, you know what? Nothing. Com- it just doesn't compare to the cock rocket, though. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about the cock rocket in fucking um, orgasmo? Orgasmo? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. my Shut god! Boy. And not Umberto <laughs> Lenzi's orgasmo. Not, <laughs> not that film. <laughs> no, the good one. Hey now, the South Park guys. Hey, boys, what are you doing? You better fuck me right. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm ready to make me come. I fucking love it. I've watched that movie so long. Fucking funny movie. All right, what's that movie? Orgasmo. I've never seen it before. Where are you from? Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so best scene. Third act. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, you're gonna go whole third act, huh? Whole third act. 
I'm going to go with fight scene in the construction yard. Pretty dope. I got to go with the strip tease because those girls were so into it. It was a good they true, really wanted to see their friends naked. Yeah, and right. That, like that, and that, that just and that just confirms what every guy suspects that that's what a woman's slumber party really is. To which my wife, wife said, that my wife said that she's like that doesn't happen. I'm like this was written and directed by women. Don't you <laughs> fucking lie to me? It happens. <laughs> Don't burst that bubble. It happens. <laughs> no, it All does. the time. I'm a really big fan of that uh, fucking homage to michael myers i think it's just too fucking cool and he really hams it up he, I, he, he it is dude it it's like well. anytime you see that kind of door you're just like don't hide in there no why, why? we're going there all right if she would have yes. grabbed the hanger i would have been game over bro i love how she <laughs> just pushed him out though like she had the chance to escape and she was just like meh and then went back into the closet <laughs> Oh, a climax that, right there. That dude got hit in the head with so many things at the end of the movie. Two lamps. In the middle of two lamps, a glass bowl. Mm-hmm. And I lost count after that. I don't know if he got hit. Well, didn't he also get the glass plate, too? Well, yep. that was the glass plate when glass plate. he was with puffy nipples in the room. Yeah. Um, but that was after he got, that was after he got the red lamp from downstairs, and then he got the other lamp when he was slapping that brunette on the fucking... Oh, bed. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like, this dude was up from those slaps. Though. This dude was definitely mildly concussed by the end, <laughs> and blind, and blind, and blind. Oh yeah, and bleach in fucking ah. Why did ah. she? Why did she add it to the water? She could have just thrown straight bleach in his face. Either like, way, okay. So I thought about that. I thought about that. Volume. I agree. They already had bleach in the water bucket, anyways. Which was I don't know why they would think bleach was. That whole carpet scene was when stupid. Panic, don't even get me on that shit. Anyways, yeah, but I was just thinking it's a lot easier to throw an open bucket, even if it's bleached water versus, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I that, that's where I was just going. And even with, the water, even with the water mixed in with it, trust me, that bleach is going to Yeah, that shit's hurt. still going to suck ass, dude. Like, especially if you just dump the rest of that fucking... But to, to, explain, them, use, to explain the scene of them using bleach... Uh, that's just because it's they're teenagers and they've never actually had much experience I know. with bleach. So, so that's how you can explain that. Did did the adult in you and I and maybe you guys are different, but that was my my first thing was like as soon as I saw that pizza flipped, I'm like, and that is why you don't have wall to wall carpeting. Fuck that shit. Well, there. no, that's also it's, goes like this. That's also why you don't have white carpeting either. True. Very true. That yep. and red wine. TJ's like, like Joe, come wine. to my house. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Stay home. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I got hard. There'll be no here, pizza but... parties at, in the old Pussy Palace. Fuck that. There you go. <laughs> pizza parties are out in the garage over all the time. Uh, I'm gonna get bleach. I'm gonna fucking clean it. Watch. We leave the red sauce <laughs> in the kitchen, Bobby. <laughs> Yo, you guys got me interested. Not gonna lie. Can, if, we're, if we're gonna sidebar for a second, you gotta be really interested on in this pink sauce, dude. I can't say I've ever even heard of that until today. It is so good. I can't believe you've never had it. I See, listen. I'm, Italian. I'm, 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 I'm trying to compute Alfredo and how that's made versus marinara, marinara and how that's made, and for, they just don't Two totally in my, different right. realms. Like it's just like no, but you guys say it tastes good, and I'm not gonna lie. I want to try. Hey, it. you you put you probably put Parmesan on your marinara sauce, right? It's not the same. It's it's a, no. it's, a, it's not the same, but it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's along those lines. You, but I don't you, use Parmesan to make my Alfredo. I use Romano. They're in the same neighborhood. Fair. 
I don't know. Not, it, it's not, has a different. I, I will point. say this: it sounds good, but to me, I'm, it, I'm sounds, it sounds way. a little sacrilege. Hey, uh, I ordered it from an Italian restaurant. Like you said, I, you, the first place I had it was an Italian it. restaurant. I used to work in an Italian restaurant. Yeah. They had pink sauce, so it is. I'll, I'll just ask your mom if that's the thing, Bobby. What, I'll, I'll I'll ask her before I go yeah. to bed. Then. What did you get with said pink sauce? Like angel hair and chicken. Hey, that, okay. Where's the freaking gabagoo? I didn't know if you had it for like dipping your calzone in or something. That's what I guess I kind of okay. Uh, I use it as a as a sauce for my angel hair and uh, chicken. Dude, I gotta I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure out the ratio, man, because I feel like is it more Alfredo? Than I think it's half it? and half. Yeah, it's normally half and half, but you can make it to whatever ratio you prefer. Yeah, I do love me some Alfredo, dude. So that's why I'm kind of like, like I, next I time guys have spaghetti, just special. be like, grab some Alfredo and be like. Oh, I spilled some Alfredo in the pasta sauce. Damn, how that hurt? <laughs> I love I love making homemade Alfredo sauce on that note. Dude. Not the can of hunts in there. See what like I said. Like I said <laughs> CJ, your guys, CJ, your description of that just makes me think of the old Reese's peanut butter cups commercials. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got chocolate by peanut butter. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? Good shit. <laughs> okay. Remember, pink sauce. Okay. Opening Onward. scene. I'm gonna have to say, opening scene was a no for me. Yeah, they were yeah, just. I was ball. not intrigued because I'm just like, oh, a lot of pictures of things I don't know. Yeah, what's going did, on did not make they. it to the first episode of Baywatch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, so of the tits we saw, who was the nicest, and of the dudes we saw, who was the most <sighs> handsome? I, I, I listen. I love Puffy, but I gotta say, the blonde had nice. I, she was very which blonde? Which blonde? The one we saw. Well, yeah, saw the, one who, all right, the one who. That the was the same girl. Same girl. That was Juliet stripping. Same girl. Yeah, same. Juliet. Girl. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to go, Juliet, dude. She definitely had the way nicer. Um, actually, I'm just gonna say for hottest girl though. I thought the the first one that got killed, the brunette in the car. I thought she was actually the hottest. Mm-hmm. How sad she died so fast. If we're going for hottest girl, uh, I almost want to go with the pizza girl because she looked yep. really good. Yeah, previous movies, she was definitely a little bit of that thick crust. Mm. But she does not look good now. No. Oh, too wow. many, too many drugs in her youth. But uh, that'll happen. I don't know because the main girl wasn't too bad either. But no, she like, definitely had a good there were a, feel to it. Why there was a lot of blonde hair in this movie. There was, was the director blonde. No, she was a brunette. Oh, you know what? It's California, so fair. Well, yeah, there you go. And for guy, um, you know, even though he was a douche man, I gotta go with the killer. He was still a suave looking dude. Even I though actually, he had some impotence, but <laughs> I'm gonna go actually with the uh, Slavic weirdo. Yeah, yeah, he All was right. not. He was not a bad looking dude. Mm. Yeah, just creeping me out go, on the beach yeah. there. Yeah. I'll go with the killer. Yeah, Bobby's just like I'm not really sure on this one. Yeah, the killer's it, kind of kind I'm of not, I'm not really sure how to. Uh, like I like I like the main girl's boyfriend, but he just looked like he was like 30 years old, and he just looked way too like he just should have not been melding with that group of kids. <laughs> and what was with the weird Duncan dude too? He oh, voiced the, dude. the professor no. in Digimon. Awesome. <laughs> Did not know that. Uh, <laughs> super side note. Uh, I, okay, so he was definitely playing the 
the I'm a good guy. So hopefully that'll get me laid card. I'm a good guy. I'm a and good guy. Oh yeah. That's that's why even that one girl's like, oh, everybody's getting laid but me. He's like, I'm available. That never works. <laughs> yeah. That never ever fucking works. Never in a million years. You want to know you try it? Had he survived, he would have been friend zoned for life. No. Oh, you wanted, yeah. You want to know what's in that situation if you had to? Oh, it sucks to be you. Yeah. I don't really give a shit. That wouldn't have been me. Really. <laughs> I would have I been like, I don't really the, care. The fact that he was, the fact that he was, he blew 50 bucks to get a shirt just to get the pizzas so we can go in and talk to the girls. You know what I mean? That dude was desperate. That's dedication, motherfucker. That's right. That's dedication. That's, That's one way to put it. Right. And that was that was fifty do? bucks nineteen ninety money. That's like right? two hundred and fifty now. That's some inflation, bro. dude. Dude. Did the score set the mood? I'm gonna say no because I believe it was the same song just repeated over the, and over again. The one synth song that we got. Yeah. I don't even remember it. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm with Bobby. I don't even remember it either. Favorite good... character. Um. I don't know. I, I didn't really think about that for this movie, to be honest with you. That's I don't have hard. a favorite. None of them really favorite. stood out. I mean, maybe the killer I, himself. You know, so my, my answer is I don't have a favorite. I'm going with that. Let me go side cop. Let me go second cop. He was my favorite. Did you say that <laughs> Hope Carlton was a uh, playmate? Yes. Okay. Was that um, playmate of the year? Janine. Hmm. Yeah, favorite character. That's a tough one, man, because all these characters were not... They weren't really memorable. Care for. Yeah, you don't care for them, really. It's just kind of... All right, let's watch some girls get murdered. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jackie it's Cassidy. A, it's, it's N.A. for me. It's N.A. The for me. The main girl for me. The main girl? Yeah. I think she pulls off what she needs to pull off and gets it gets across what she needs to get across. Is it just me, or did she have a slight like uh, young Melissa Joan Hart look kind of going on? She kind of did. With the super dark eyebrows with the really light blonde hair. Like if her um, hair was longer, I could it would have she could have right. pulled off better. Fair enough. So was it Sketty? Not really. Uh, nay. That's a big nay. I'll but give you a little entertaining. uncomfortable. Entertaining, well, yeah, yes. entertaining, yes. A little bit of uncomfortableness. Um uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, not as much as a couple episodes ago. So, you know, uh, uh, that's, that's listen, that's still a standard. I'm going to hold to it right now. <laughs> it's still fresh. So mm-hmm. wait, what was a couple episodes ago? Last house on the left. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad already forgot about it. He's like, I did. Damn it. The less said, that's the what, better. That's what I'm saying, dude. At least I'll hold it to a standard. <laughs> oh man. Does it hold up today? Gentlemen. Ah, uh, no. Ooh, it was a very, no. very much a product of its time. I want to see yeah. a new scan of it, and then I could say that. I'll agree. I would like to see at least, if not 4K, at least give us a you know, 1080D uh, Blu-ray. A lot of these TV cleaner. films and directed video films get a, a second life in uh, these new scans, so it's hard to say. Um, we need to petition Shout Factory to, to redo Re-release, it. Re-release, yeah. Make enough noise. 
Hmm. Get it on that bloody disgusting. Come on, guys. We know you listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Work with us. Week. Work with us, BD. Work with us. Come on. Send some stuff our way, too. Come some together. free merch or money, whatever. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on. I'm not fucking around here. Uh, acting. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But I think it was intentionally bad. Were they really oh, yeah. acting? I don't know about you, but to me, I'm over here like... Yeah, it wasn't the best. I don't think it was still the worst. No, no. there, could be, there it it could be so much worse. The waterfalls yeah. in you know they they acted much better as to be part of the movie. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. God damn to it! <laughs> oh, I knew where you're going with it. I was. I still want to watch that, dude. It's been so long. Is it? Like, so do I. It's sad. Oh man. No, it's uh, yeah. I'm gonna say acting was mediocre, dude. It sucks. Well, I'm not. No, no. I shouldn't say mediocre. Like I said, it's halfway. It's it's not terrible, but it's not great. So, you're being nice, aren't you? He's a nice guy. Let him be nice. (laughs) I don't want him to be nice. So I think. (laughs) So I think this is this this question is definitely gonna get pooed on a little bit. But uh, gentlemen, did you like the cinematography? What cinematography, John? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? You didn't like the close up of that polo cue just going for one. The three sixty p didn't help with me appreciating dick. And then coupled with that, whoever shot this wasn't really trying that hard with like very static shot with shot composition and everything. It was like. What's the bare minimum I can do here to make this scene, you know, usable? Work, right? Yeah, and that's it. it. Works. That's all I can yeah. say about this film. I mean, Cundy so can do better, better in his sleep. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Cundy's assistant, who doesn't make any money, could do better. Cundy's coffee boy could do better. Listen. Awesome. The dog he definitely owns. <laughs> Cundy's dog. Let's be real. <laughs> Fucking a premise, boys. Premise? Yeah. yeah. The premise was fun. I love the premise. It's, yeah. yeah the premise it. is the first one. You can't go wrong. That's I mean, why it worked for this movie. But I, I'm I'm with Chad though. I'm almost surprised you didn't get up to like a number ten on this series. Just for the I'm fuck disappointed. Of it, dude, you know it what I mean? Like. Because they could have either went just super campy, even more like to the funny, or it could have went to the uber fucking like over the top gore and shit, which personally I would have loved. But like, I, I you know, and now that this, now that you say that, this came out in 1990. So say like a fourth one probably would have been like a 93. How much? All right. So the, here's a question How much gore do you think would have been amped up if this kept going into the 90s? Because the 90s was a really weird time, if you think about it. Are we talking like Wishmaster gore or maybe not that much? Because, I mean, Wishmaster was 97. They had a lot, but that's either going to be it's either going to be way over the top or it wouldn't have been. You know why we didn't get more of these? That would depend depend on if it came out before or after 96. If it came out after 96, less gore. Listen, if you got one more out before Scream, it probably could have made the series keep going. That's exactly what I was going for. I feel Scream probably tipped the fucking 
well, we know it tipped the levy for slashers and it changed the whole fucking genre at that point. Like, so you didn't You're get any classic. Sick, John. I'm sorry. You look a little pale. You look a little clenched. You should try breathing. Yeah, we, we can't talk about that one Wes Craven film. Please, just enough. I'm sorry. Enough of this. But, um, I mean, I, I personally think that if it did come out, I, I think we would have gotten it before Scream, I think. Because it still would have been one of those where they wanted to keep it like 80s, 90s, knowing the people who would have been behind it, if they wanted to. Well, I feel like that's where you definitely would have had your you either would have had it's going to stay in the past with that kind of feeling or it's going to have to jump to something new. But is it going to try to go the whole meta route that everything was going at that point? Oh, but for this or, franchise, I think that would have worked. Personally, and, I would have liked uh, if this franchise went almost as crazy as like <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. face is great. <laughs> I think meta could have worked for a fourth sequel. Meta doesn't work for shit. Well, mm. for this franchise, I don't know. I don't know. It could have worked if done right. Uh, I, I, th- I think. That's me. The only way it could have worked is if they would have acknowledged that all the previous three movies existed in the same universe. I mean, we know one and two did. Three just kind of seems to be its own separate thing. Or if this dude was like taking inspiration from those first two films. So yeah, right. I was going to say you could almost take out, even though you know, two is what it is. You could almost take out two and have one and three and connect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it, you know it what I mean? Worked, so. Two is like uh nightmare on Elm street two. Yeah. Yes. It, uh, that, it, it's yeah, part that's... of the franchise, but it exists in its own little fucking world because that was kind of like Jesse's experience with Freddie on his own. And then th- that was that girl's experience of the driller killer on her own and wh- how she sees the driller killer in her nightmares. So it's yep. all, it's all relative in some shape or form, I guess. But yeah, the lack yeah, of connection weird. to the franchise is just uh, a very but, weird shape or form. That's for sure. Like I said, man, we had a sweet, awesome swap van that I wanted more of. <laughs> so that. That, uh, recycle, rewind, remake boys. I was thinking rewind. If I got a better copy, give me I would a rewind. Give me yeah. a cleaner cut. And if not, I would almost say remake. Uh, I think I'll you can make with... it a lot more visceral and little, like way more over the top. Reboot. Maybe not. Either way, like I mean, obviously, yeah. If you're gonna re, if you're gonna remake this one, you have to remake the whole series. You can't just jump into three or Is remake the done? Whole, or remake the whole series into one. You know what? Having it modern day could play some really fucking funny things, like the uh, the b- drilled battery dying midway. Like him just see. I could just see something crazy, dude. Like him, like coming up with some like crazy like battery pack and shit like that, dude. Like a full like belt. No. <laughs> like, the- he would be pulling some Victor Crowley shit, or a gimp party, or a gimp party, whatever. <laughs> oh, there you go. Like yep, lots, lots of leather and zippers. Yep. Okay, we mm. got it, baby. Oil, Rating. Too. Let's rate this motherfucker. Let's start with Chat Daddy. Remember, you gave number one, never two, a one. <sighs> this is how tough. much did you enjoy it, Chad? No, just let it. Just yeah, let just it let it roll out the tongue. Just no eh. shame. Three and a quarter. No. I really John, enjoyed it more than I thought it would. Uh I'm gonna have to go two and a half, buddy. Two point one. I'm gonna I'm give it a three and a half. Listen, we all just gave it better scores than we gave the second one. So shit, I messed it up. Damn it. <laughs> or maybe we did. What was John's score again? Two point five, buddy. Fuck, I fucked up again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Get out the quackulator. Hold on. Stop. It's doing gonna average it. out to about three. 
Game okay. over, man. We'll say Goromor score of three out of five for Slumber Party Massacre three. So Fair that enough. means this got three. Mm-hmm. Two got two. What did we give number one? I, I don't. I don't. It was I better than two. You didn't? No. Man, I thought you did. Might be pre Bobby. It that might have been pre- like say Bobby wasn't too far off when I joined in. It was only yeah, but months, I, I know I didn't watch the first one with you. I know I didn't. Fair enough. Chad's got the notes, baby. We gave it a three. Wanna... All right. That's I liked that it went from three to terrible to three. Yeah, I but you know what? I the second one's better than all of them. My score I... for the second one was really high, so actually it was lower what than what you just gave this one. You gave huh? the second. You gave the second one a three. Did you I just gave this one a three and a half? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember what I gave the second one. Listen, the only reason I remember is because I just listened to our episode. This oh, okay. <laughs> just, oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I was like, what the hell did we review the last one? I should do. But yeah, so not bad. I would say that's a uh, pretty good. Uh, I'd say it's fair. So, so next week is 1990 yes. Night of the Living Dead, the Tom Savini remake. I feel inspired yes. to go to the graveyard and maybe shoot do a little it. intro video for you guys. Do I it. would love do that. It. And I think the Gorehounds probably would too. Maybe just like oh. a video of me popping out of random locations from the movie screaming Goran more, like Tim yeah, and Eric like, style. It's like what, 10 minutes away from you? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Aaron and that's... I can grab the new camera and we can head up and shoot some fucking intros. Yeah, maybe yeah. next week we won't have a countdown. Maybe we'll have a countdown that fades into a video. Ooh. Yeah. So we're. St- I love how we're sticking in the 90s, though. Yeah, yes. this is a lot of 90s lately. This continues my uh, Romero slash of the Living Dead. Was this theme. your pick? Was the remake? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because nice. I had to do a 90s film, and this is the only thing that I could. And I'm assuming yeah. Chad's is the week after that. Right. Yes. Yes. I know we've been talking about that for a minute. What's Chad's pick uh, after this? Zombie. Zombie. zombie oh two. yes, yes, yes. Fulci. Very, nice keep, very nice keeping it with the zombies the next the couple Fulci weeks. Fulci classic. I can't wait for Brody to review it. The splinter to the eye. I'm excited, dude. I haven't watched the fucking Night of Living Dead remake in a long ass time. It's yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, it I, is, I, I love dude. It. And I feel like it's always one that's kind of forgotten, which makes me sad because it is. It is. Good. It is so good. Like, I mean, they've remade fucking Night of Living Dead how many fucking times, dude? Like, shit. I've even watched the one with uh, Captain Spaulding in it. That was 3D. It was fucking terrible. You know what the uh, sad part <laughs> is? I didn't actually know there were more remakes of it. I always thought that there was just this one. Honest to God. No, there's like yeah. fucking a handful you wanna, of them. Dude. You want to know why? I felt this was the, the best remake version you're ever going to get. I mean, it was it was fantastic, dude. And yeah. We get uh, Candyman. He's great in it, dude. Oh, yeah. uh, who's the girl? We saw her in another one of our films. <sighs> yes. Redhead. She's, in, uh, she's also in another movie that's not a horror movie. What's that? She's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She remember when he's in the arcade, he taps that one girl on the shoulder, turns around. It's it's her younger by a few years. Oh, okay. Patricia Tallman. I know she does. I know she did a lot of stunt work. Jurassic Park. She was in Jurassic Park. Yeah, stunts. Oh, like Chad just said. <laughs> she's known for so oh, work more than oh, she, uh, We see her in the background in Roadhouse. She's Julie yes, in Romero's Night Riders. 
Uh, she's the possessed witch in Army of Darkness. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Dark Skies, the TV series. She's a repeat actor on Deep Space Nine and as well in Voyager. Uh, was on Babylon 5 as Lyta Alexander. Yeah, hmm. Nobody watched that show. Yeah, I know. What's that? <laughs> Got me on that one. Uh, I can't see any other <laughs> films. Monkey Shines as a party guest, so she was definitely in the Romero uh, film family for the beginning of her career because she also did Tales from the Dark Side episode. So that's definitely probably where I saw her from. <laughs> I was just watching that not too long ago. She was in the 90s Flash TV show as well. Oh, nice. shit. Yep. Dude, that was... I remember that. I haven't watched that one. That was a good show. It was. It was. I remember when I was a kid, I always, for some reason, thought that was Bruce Campbell when I first saw it. I don't know why. Oh, the she chin. did. She did the chin. It, it, it was the chin, dude. I probably, you're probably right. Because that dude definitely has that fucking just... They got that fucking oh. monster chin. So. Creepshow 2, she did stunts as well. Oh, shit. Yo, you know what comes out on DVD tomorrow, gentlemen? And I definitely want to get it. Uh, well, I'm hoping Blu-ray, obviously, as well. But uh, Psycho Gorman. Oh, oh shit! It does. I've uh, I've heard great things, and I've been. I just wanted to get it right off the bat. Uh, like, I don't even. Brody watched it, so you can talk to him about it. Ah. I feel like that'd be a great one for the uh, Beetle Bros to cover. Right. Ever. They do but, want to uh, branch out eventually. Yeah, I have yeah. to do it. Though. Well, they're eventually going to finish their show, you know. Right. I was going to say is like because yeah, there's only so many episodes of that show. <laughs> yeah. But Especially then once after- you got a fan base, then you just so much more you can go into. <laughs> yeah, but with the name like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, they did eventually- the Void. Same director as the Void from 2016. Oh no. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a John pick for this year. Uh-huh. Tentacles, buddy. That hey man, was- I've only watched it once. It was it. I didn't love it. Uh, yeah, it, I, I didn't like, dislike it. Was, it, it was it was one of those ones movie. where I was like, I feel like I need to rewatch it again mm-hmm. to just you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And like we discussed uh, last week, once we unfortunately when we lost Bobby, but I want us to do. I like us doing the weird, uh, obscure ones that people they get might not more know more about. fun as we do them. Yeah, I mean, let's just. I don't know, dude. Just it's different shit you wouldn't normally watch or. Yes. Hence why the title is Gore and More. Like, dude, I can honestly say I don't think I, anybody else would have ever pushed me to watch Slumber Party Massacre 3. So I thank you, John. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have that in my box now. I'm good to go. The funny thing is my sister watched these movies when they first came out when she was a teenager. So I was I was aware of them, but I never seen them until. Ah, OK. Yes. Yeah, so, guys, uh, uh, we'll do a little plug here. Just a friendly reminder that the Gormore Podcast is part of the Project Louder Podcasting Network. Head on mm-hmm. over to projectlouder.net, your source for pop culture and so much more, to check out some of the other great podcasts there, such as the Big Bad Beetle Bros Podcast, Bonehead Weekly, Box Office Banner, Ghoulies Unflush, the official unofficial podcast for everything Ghoulies, Jerk the Curtain, Lights Camera, Exploitation, Rants from the Black Law, somewhat supernatural the tj bowser power hour two guys on friday wicked wednesdays and wrestling ruined all those are also available on itunes spotify audible google play and anywhere else you consume audio only content this is your host with the motherfucking most tj bowser saying see you guys next week this is your dark lord of knowledge chad crispin saying see you next time bitches
This is your Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is your Killing Machine, Bobby and Moan, saying, fucking kill you motherfuckers later. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, boy, you. Yeah, you cunt. You want to know why you look like a drop pie? Well, that's because you're not wearing any Protect Letter merch, you fucking goddamn lousy son of a bitch. How about you do us all a goddamn favour? Park up, pull your fucking head in, visit the website over at projectlouder.net, click on the merch tab, and most of all, tell yourself you're sick of looking like an asshole. Grab some of that merch, treat yourself to a nice cold frothy, and start being the mad cunt we both know you truly are, before I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Cheers, cunts. and horror movies, then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide-ranging selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Oh, hello. Do you know about Project Louder? Well, let me tell you. Project Louder is home to 16 of the finest podcasts a nerd could possibly procure. They have a show for everyone. Whether you're into horror films, modeling comics, 90s kid shows, or that weird tentacle-filled subgenre you search for at 3 in the morning. So head on over to projectlouder.net and treat yourself to something truly exquisite. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Deathstyle Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at GraveyardClassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. 